You're listening to Clouser on Business. Thanks for coming back. I'm Clouser, your host. Glad you are with us today. One of many challenges in business is staying focused on matters at hand. We've discussed before on several podcasts the need to create a written business plan and to establish the goals needed to accomplish the plan. Some attempt business with no written plan at all, flying by the seat of their pants, while other, more wise people take the time to think out their objectives, putting them in writing, and are even more wise by revisiting them frequently to see how things are coming along. Not too long ago, I put a blog up on our website, clouseronbusiness.com, titled, Do You Know Where You Are? In that blog, I used the comparison of how commercial airliners use GPS to maintain their course. So they reach their intended destinations on the route contained in their flight plan submitted with the ATC. Of course, just like in business, pilots have to make certain course corrections, but they always know where they are because they have a system in place to monitor it. So what is your system to keep you on course? Do you have one? I hope so. Hey, well, I'm glad to have with me today Heidi Bird to help with the discussion. Welcome, Heidi. Hello, Klauser. Thanks for having me. Yeah, what's happening on your business front? Oh, all kinds of things like normal. Um, you know, got some business travel coming up and doing good things across the country for kids and other nonprofit organizations. Mm-hmm. But uh, everything's good, you know? Everything's great, yeah. Yeah, everything always seems to be really good with you. Why is that? <laughs> it's a good life. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, uh, Heidi's prepared some questions for me to help uh, lend some insight on the matter. So uh, stand by because I'm going to hand the mic over to, to Heidi. You never know what happens. Uh-oh. <laughs> the mic is yours. Thanks. Uh, I appreciate that. I love asking you questions and your insights. So question one uh, on the topic of the day, um, who depends on a business owner being on top of their game by knowing where their business is? You know, yeah, it's important to the business owner, but, um, you know, who's relying on him or her to know kind of where they're at? Well, uh, great question. And again, the the business owner, it should be the highest priority there uh, because uh, he or she's the one that is going to, you know, use it. But there's all kinds of people that are depending on you as a business owner to uh, to do as well as you can, you know, your employees. Uh, you know, they're looking to get a paycheck uh, every two weeks from you, probably. Your, uh, if you borrow money, your bank and or whoever your lender might be is depending on you to, to do as well as you can. Uh, your customers and your vendors, I mean, customers, are they want to be sure that you're going to be able to provide the uh, product or the services that you've uh, contracted with them, you know, to provide. And then, of course, your vendors, I mean, they want to be paid for the products they sell you and uh, be paid on time. And but they want to know and have some certainty that you're going to be in business for a while and in a healthy way. But but the answer to your question, it's those people, but the priority lies right there with the owner or management of, of the company. Great. Good answer. Okay, so you've used the analogy of GPS, the Global Positioning System, to help guide an airliner. Um, what tools might a business owner use that would accomplish kind of the same thing? Well, you can't replicate it uh, exactly, but, um, you know, in some ways you uh, can, maybe not with the uh, quick quick way a GPS system can tell an airliner it's on or off track. But, yeah, there's a lot of tools, uh, A, financial statements, um, and what's important there is that they get done, you know, 
as quickly as they can the month following or whatever the reporting time is. Um, you have cash flow analysis. Uh, I'm familiar with a couple of cash flow models that can help an owner or a business know what kind of cash they're going to have uh, based upon uh, the information that's fed the model, you know, uh, you know, sales, cost, uh, you know, number of days outstanding on your receivables and, and uh, payables. Um, you have um, budgets. I mean, every business should have a operating budget, so you can use that to um, measure yourself. Yeah, forecast, forecast and projections, uh, two different things, but uh, but still, it's something that should be done and prepared and. And but really looked at though you you really need to go take the time, uh, you know, to compare where you're at. So uh, not quite the same with the GPS system, but uh, uh, but you can you can do that. I mean, you know, back before there was uh, you know instruments in uh, planes uh, like we have them today, GPS systems. You know, there was what they called dead reckoning. A pilot would just have to you know. Uh, find some familiar spots out there underneath <laughs> him to figure out, you know, where they, where he was. And, uh, you know, some still fly that way, but, uh, but on the commercial, uh, side, obviously it, you know, we're too far advanced down there, but yeah. So, yeah. so you, if you want to be that person that flies their you know, operates their business by, you know, every once in a while finding a familiar spot, well, maybe that's okay. But the problem with that is when clouds set in, you can't see down below you well and and business (laughs) owners probably when they take trips have gps systems in their cars that they rely on Mm -hmm. and they have no hesitancy doing that but or in that little handheld device you use all the time right um all right so gps systems provide real-time data um is it really possible in business to have the same thing or how does timeliness play a role in business analysis yeah, that's a good question, and uh, similar to the answer to the prior question, the only the only thing I would say differently would be, the sooner you can prepare the information, the you know the uh, the current information, get that compiled, whether it's in the form of financial statements or, you know, uh, you know that cash flow model or whatever, the sooner you can get it as close to the period that you're measuring, whether it's the prior month, prior quarter, maybe even last year. Uh, the sooner you're able to respond instead of react. It's much better to be able to respond where you have the opportunity to make a decision and, you know, maybe there's some options for you. If if you need to make course corrections, maybe you don't. But on the other hand, it's a lot more difficult with having to react to something versus uh, responding. So, yeah, can you get that same real time with it? Uh, no, not really, just because of data has to be accumulated and, uh, you know, things that just have to be done. So. But getting it done as fast as possible is yes. probably ideal. Right. Okay. Well, and I would say this, too, that there's, you know, I've seen this, uh, you know, in my business life is there are some people who are just uh, Johnny on the spot. I mean, they get their financial statements prepared as quickly as they can. They're they're behind their accounting and finance department 100%. They've got they have them staffed to where the data can be processed and they have the systems in place. I've seen people who they just don't understand or don't care about those things, and so when it comes time, they have to prepare have a prepared financial statement. Then they're scrambling and they have to go back. They can't find things that they need to find or 
they're not in position to uh, make decisions or have decisions made for them. I mean, so let's say if you didn't do that, you wanted to go borrow money from a bank, the bank saying, hey, I need, you know, the last two years financial statements and they get that deer in the headlight look, you know, from the owner. Well, I don't have that. Well, okay, well. That's not a good indication that we should lend you money. (laughs) Well, and we're probably not going to lend you money. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How how difficult is it uh, in business to monitor the course? I mean, what factors keep the owners or managers from doing proper monitoring and course checking? Well, I'd say this. I mean, in this, you know, uh, all businesses are different. Uh, Some are simple. Some are complex. Uh, but I'd say the true answer to that question is, Mr. Business Owner, how important is it to you? You know, how's your pain level that you really need to be doing that? Is it difficult? Not difficult. Might be, it could be burdensome uh, from an operate, you know, from a system standpoint or whatever, depending on what you're tracking. But it's not difficult at all, really. You know, uh, it's just the getting in, getting in there, staying in there, doing it day after day, week after week, month after month, to where the disciplines are set in place, to where it becomes a part of your natural business op- operations and not something um, that's going to cause you uh, angst or anxiety or, you know, yeah. grief. So. so, I mean, do you think it would make it easier if, you know, as you were talking about systems in place, um, if business owner has a dedicated team or a dedicated few people to say, okay, you're going to do the financial statements. They're going to be due every time this month, this time of the month. Hey, you're going to, you know, this person over here is going to do something else. Maybe have kind of a key management team. I mean, do you think that's helpful? Well, I I think that uh, what helps, and I'll speak from this since I've been on the accounting and finance side all my life, it really helps when uh, the ownership of the company is really on board in wanting the information and needing the information and they can explain to the rest of the management group this is why the accounting department or whoever your CFO is needs this information by this date and whatever uh, and the better you are as a company to keep what I call the fences or the walls in place that hey you know, we're, we're, we're done, say, with March. Okay, now we're going to get that month closed as quickly as possible, but, but accurately and fully. Uh, and a lot of times what prevents um, getting those financial statements prepared as quickly as you'd like them is, you know, you're waiting on information. You're waiting on maybe, a, a, you know, a lot of vendor information that needs to be booked in a particular month or whatever. But, uh, but what factors... You know, would keep, you know, really there shouldn't be any unless there's just something unnatural that happens within the business operations that, you know, if you have a system failure, for instance, or, um, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe there's a, hopefully not, but maybe there's a high turnover in employees and um, you just don't have the consistency or the stability there. Yeah. But but I would say, again, not to repeat myself, but I would just say normally it's the people who are wanting it are the roadblock because they say they want it but then they're really not willing to do what they need to do to get it got it okay so you know maybe to follow up with that what are um, some events that might happen to keep a business off course or on schedule Um, in your blog post that you referenced uh, on the website 
Um, you mentioned headwinds as an example um, to keep up the analogy of, you know, something that might slow an aircraft from making it on time. And so what are some of the headwinds that you could foresee? Um, but uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, head, you know, headwinds are just things that slow, obviously slow up an aircraft. They can't fly as quickly because they're on a, you know, fuel, you know, a lot. I mean, they only have so much fuel in their in their fuel tanks. And I've seen, I've flown across the continent before where the headwinds were so strong. We had to, had to land at a, you know, we had to land in order to take on more fuel to get home because we just didn't have enough to, to make it with the winds. But the, you know, headwinds, uh, the analogy into the business, headwinds could be, uh, a project didn't get rolled out as quickly as you thought it was going to be. Maybe for whatever reason, the customer who told you, Hey, we're going to roll out this product in April they got delayed within their, uh, you know, within their own company, and so now that April is uh, September, October. But you've already committed uh, to the cost of doing certain ramp-up items. Maybe you've got stock on hand or whatever, things like that. Um, uh, you know, another something else that could be uh, construed as a headwind would just be uh, just management itself. Maybe you found. Maybe you find that the management team you have isn't the one you really want, and you need to get some realignment before you can really get on the path of seeking that uh, new revenue that you you know you want. Now, on the other hand, uh, you know headwinds can slow you up, but you've flown a lot, Heidi, so you know there's tailwinds. So sometimes businesses get an unexpected surprise, which could be a positive or a negative. Positive if if you're ready for it and have everything ready to go where you can fulfill the business. But on the other hand, uh, tailwinds can get you somewhere quicker and you're not prepared. You might outspend your cash. You, you just might exceed what your capabilities are. Uh, you know, just, you know, again, using the flight. I remember uh, flying from the West Coast to Chicago one time. We had tailwinds. Okay, great. We, we made it to Chicago in a phenomenal amount of time. I was really happy because I was, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to, get downtown get to my hotel be able to relax or whatever you know what we did we sat out on the tarmac for about an hour waiting oh, wait, no. <laughs> yeah wait, <laughs> waiting for our gate to get open so in oh. as much as we were there uh an hour early we didn't make up any time on the on the ground obviously unlike my last well a couple flights ago where we got in early but that just meant more time on the ground in the sunshine so i hear you if you're prepared or you have the ability to hit the ground running as it's as they say then yes mm-hmm. good idea yeah you know but you know and again uh it sounds like you know we all i mean probably everybody that listens to this has flown many times but you know there's weather out there so sometimes, especially, I mean, you know, if the plane flies around thunderheads, I mean, so you just don't, you don't uh, keep the speed you want. You don't keep the direct course you wanted necessarily when you uh, filed the plan or wrote your business plan. I mean, there's turbulence. I mean, you know, um, so I don't know. So there's, you know, just a lot of things. But the, the, I guess the key thing is if you're prepared for them and you got your house in good order, you know, you're going to fare uh, a bad weather situation uh, better than uh, than not. So if you're doing the right things all the time, you're going to, you know, get a lot of uh, fruit in the good times. 
but but you'll also be prepared because you've got the disciplines in place to weather a storm. And you know, it doesn't take. I can tell you again, a lot of people listening to this. If you go back to two thousand seven to to twenty eleven, probably have some horror stories on uh, what happened to their businesses, and you know, just uh, yeah. So great. All right. So. What are be, maybe two or three points of advice uh, you might give to a business owner to assist with this process? Well, first of all, uh, great question. And the first thing is have that plan. You, you know, if you're of the mindset, you think that you can just go do something without having a plan. Is the old adage, and I don't know who said it, but I've read it a million times over the last 30 years, is uh, people don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. Okay, mm-hmm. so the the first key thing is have that plan, you know, and don't don't overburden yourself that you got to have a thirty page plan. You know, it, it it could be something you know two and a half three pages long. You know, the second thing is then you know determine what the key measuring points that you need to measure based upon what your goals are within that plan. Don't don't try to measure everything. Measure the key points that keeps your you know your plan on course in your business on course and then finally is just stay with it i mean perseverance and consistency are just two great elements or attributes to have as uh, business people is everything changes every day i mean you know uh, you know the only constant in life is change and there's going to be good changes there's going to be bad changes but if you have a mindset that, hey, you can accept change, good or bad, and you have the processes in your business set in place uh, to help you with those things, it, I tell you what, it'll just save a lot of uh, anxiety and worry uh, on your part as a business owner. And then, you know, hire, surround yourself with good people. Hire that smart CFO. <laughs> hire that one that's got the, the abilities to get done you know, what you need to have done. Get someone that you have a lot of trust in and confidence in. Don't get a yes man or girl. You know, get someone that, you know, can say to you, hey, you know, I know you want to do it, but let's do this because it, it's going to get you down the road, you yep. know, quicker. So but anyway, yeah, good questions. Yeah. Well, um, we're out of time for today, but thank you very much, Klauser, for the insights, uh, for staying on course. I had fun. I love it when you turn the mic over to me. <laughs> Uh, just a reminder, you can see Klauser's blog at klauseronbusiness.com. And you can find our podcast on TuneIn, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and as always at klauseronbusiness.com. All for now, you've been listening to Klauser on Business.